0: good morning beautiful people how are you doing today already got my lemon water and my favorite coffee mug figure i do another cup of joe and talk about the uh big news of easter sunday afternoon no less of odell beckham jr going to the Baltimore Ravens. And that happening on the same day that he was scheduled to come into the New York, New Jersey area and meet with the Jets, who uh, were definitely wanting to uh, meet with him in person on a little bit more of a formal visit, and get the physical done uh, before consummating any deal that they have been talking about, That uh, the two parties, for quite some time now. And um, so it was quite a turn of events, but it wasn't entirely unforeseen as I you know, go back and reflect to exactly what I said on Twitter yesterday already, uh, which was a short and brief conversation I had with uh, OBJ yesterday when he mentioned to me that he said, you know what, you know, I just feel like I'm feeling the love from the Ravens a little bit more. And yes, obviously, a significant portion of that is the deal that he was ultimately able to get with the Ravens uh, on a one year deal up to 18 million uh, per league source um, featuring avoidable years uh, similar to the structure that I know has been discussed for a time now um, with the Jets. And so, yes, obviously that's a portion of it. All of us want to, you know, be compensated well. So, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I also believe that, um, you know, a big part of that too is his conversations with Ravens owner Steve Bisciotti, um, just kind of pitching to him about what football life would be like in Baltimore and the support that he would have. And you know, talking about his role and being a veteran leader amongst Devin DuVernay and Rashad Bateman and obviously the addition of Nelson Aguilar. I believe the overall acceptance and the vibe and the warmth he was feeling from that, it, it's a big deal. Um, to him, and just the way I feel like it was conveyed. It's not just about being wide receiver one or WR one, um, because, you know, from covering Odell since, you know, he was a giant to with the Browns and with the Rams and stopping there, just seeing the assimilation with the Rams, especially um, in his rapport and his football rapport with Cooper Cup. In the same year that Cooper was going uh, for his record uh, and being a receiver out there um, in California spoke volumes to um, his ability to be able to assimilate. And I also believe that um, he had that same ability and desire to do that uh, with the Jets. Um, regardless of Garrett Wilson being there, um, Alan Lazard, and Miko and Hardman. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, about uh, communication um, when you're talking about role and fit as well. But clearly it's not impossible, right, when you think about the Philadelphia Eagles and how they're able to distribute the ball between AJ Brown and Devonta Smith and Quez Watkins and going back and forth between, you know, who, who is hot, you know, one day as far as having, you know, the receiving high or even some games, you know, both Smith and A.J. Brown being able to get, you know, 100-plus or 90-plus or what have you. So, you know, that offense and the success of that offense, obviously big evidence to the ability to be able to do that. So, look, there were times that I definitely thought that he was going to, to be a Jet Um Specifically, when you just think about his blossoming relationship with Sauce Gardner and just overall his desire for a while to want to play um, with Aaron Rodgers. And and even more macro than that, um, just an all-time great at quarterback. But there's a reason why I held off in not being as descriptive at every step Uh, with everything along the way with this you know free agent tour particularly uh since things were shut down towards the end of the regular season because things are fluid and ultimately when I when I was speaking about Odell leading with his heart let me give a little bit more background and context to what I was speaking of obviously yes we are going to make economic decisions. But there is there is depth to that still. There is background to that. Um, when I think back to his last free agency, uh, when uh, he departed from the Cleveland Browns and he had the decision to go where he wanted to go for a long time, if you had kept asking me, if you people say, where do you think he's going to go? Do, 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 do. Um, if I were to have been more avert about that on Twitter, which I wasn't at the time, but just in my head, I knew. I would have said, you know, Green Bay Packers, Green Bay Packers, Green Bay Packers, um, just because of the whole, you know, Aaron Rodgers thing and what have you. But I remember going on the air the day that it came out and talking about uh, what I knew to be the case as of that morning, because we had spoken, he had said that he was going to push off his decision until the following week and I'm like good good great great you know I can relax I don't think about it <laughs> enjoy my time you know and all that other stuff but you know you get calls from Vaughn Miller and Jalen Ramsey and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and he was just feeling you know that energy from multiple people and I know that was a big part. It played a part in him going to the Rams and which is ultimately why you always have to wait to the last minute until it comes to the heart of the player in in terms of deciding where he wants to go. And furthermore than that was the context of him wanting to take time as a man um, to have that, you know, kind of spiritual isolation and let it come to him. Um, as to where he should go and and what was going to be right for him in terms of where he was led. And so that's what I'm talking about. And even in the midst of a lot of doubt, (laughs) where people didn't think it was going to work and all of the talk that was coming out of Cleveland at the time, obviously we see that it worked out, you know, with the Rams all the way to, you know, a Super Bowl ring which nobody foresaw at the time. But, you know, I heard it in his voice and I've been hearing it in his voice. And so that that is is what I meant with regards to that. And to me, you know, if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, that speaks volumes to how excited the fan base should be. You can see why he would tweet something like, we gonna see, because he has that confidence of, how things unfolded for him, you know, before, after having that in tune moment with himself. The other part of this is that the owner um, feels, you know, just, you know, from my understanding that acquiring uh, OBJ will help him play a part in squaring things away with uh, Lamar Jackson. Now, obviously Lamar has to settle his own business, but to the people who had concern, Um, about how things were going after their draft presser um, in which they were deflecting questions on Lamar at that time and trying to focus on talking about the draft. It is my feeling based on multiple conversations that the Ravens understand that having Lamar Jackson remains and is still their shortest hypotenuse between where they are now and their ultimate goal of being a contender and being relevant. Uh, John Harbaugh is as competitive as it gets, you know, but he also... At times, says what needs to be said and is not afraid to do that. You can ask T Suggs, you can ask Ray Lewis. You know, there are going to be ups and downs in a season. There's going to be emotions, particularly in a a business negotiation, especially one that doesn't have the traditional buffer to kind of filter through things becoming a little bit more uh, personal at times. But the good news, if you go back to the presser, Uh, at the owner's meetings, or or rather the roundtable discussion that John Harbaugh was having with the media. um, If you really think about it, a lot of patience was displayed after kind of being caught off guard with that news and still had the wherewithal to signal to Lamar, even within that, that the door is still open because it is open. Um, You know, this is the organization that has... Uh, invested in Lamar came back from this you know um, from what would have been a second round pick to you know scoop him up in the first round Um, has modified uh, the offense and um, has built things around him and and even more so lately obviously (laughs) with the acquisition of Odell Beckham Jr. and signaling um, that they are trying to, with the resources that they have and the budget that they have, to upgrade things even at the wide receiver position. And though there are plans to host Anthony Richardson and 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 quarterbacks and things like that, um, it still would take any rookie quarterback time to acclimate um, into any system. And more importantly, uh, though, a rookie can have um, – you know, a season that is not to be expected like a Brock Purdy those things can happen and there are flashes in the pan but it's still important to be able to show up when you have to have it when you're under pressure and you're trying to come up with big moments in the playoffs and they know that Lamar Jackson as QB1 is their best option for doing that um, and here's the thing Eventually, deadlines spur action. And that's basically, that's as simple as it gets. Uh, They still want Lamar. They have love for Lamar. But ultimately, both sides um, are going to want to deal with this as businessmen. And that's okay. So we'll see how it's going to go. But at the very least, right now, the Baltimore Ravens are one weapon better now with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr.